it's Samantha and Danielle. Welcome to Can You Talk, a podcast about body confidence and self-acceptance. We're sisters on a journey to love ourselves better. Each episode will explore different aspects of body confidence and we'll share our unique experiences. If you're currently struggling with accepting your body or you need more support in your journey towards self-love, we want to be there for you. We hope you enjoy it. All right, Danielle. So this week we have an amazing guest on the pod, Mbala Manduga, who is a musical artist and also one of my really great friends. She recently released a new sing a new single, Make Me Anxious, which has been on repeat for me since it <laughs> dropped. And I can't figure out if it's weird or not that I'm listening to my friend's voice on repeat. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's um, fine. <laughs> <laughs> And in addition to talking about her new song and her artistic process and the inspiration behind her music, we'll also be speaking with her about some health issues that she's gone through pretty recently and how that affected her body confidence, especially as a performer. But before we get into the interview, Danielle, tell us what you've been up to since our last episode. Yeah, so um, since I'm a teacher, I'm on summer break right now, but I'm still taking classes for grad school. Um, I'm starting two new classes this week, so I'm excited about those. And then, yeah, just hanging out and training with my puppy, Theo. He's doing really good. He's nailing the potty training. He's nailing his tricks. (laughs) I'm just, like, the proudest mom. (laughs) (laughs) what about you (laughs) um well the past few weeks has been all about moving into my new place that I'm uh now sharing with my boyfriend Will Mm -hmm. um so it's been pretty stressful I also started a new job so it's just been um you know all good things but it's still uh a pretty stressful time and um yeah a lot of change for sure yeah, and, and I can, like, see how it affects my mental health and during these times. Um, and also how it, like, weirdly affects my the way I look at my body, too, because along with stress, like, along with not having enough hours in the day comes not being able to work out. And when I work out, that's when I feel my best. And so I haven't been able to do any of that, which kind of sucks. And I can just, like, kind of feel how that affects me mentally. Um, yeah. But now that getting settled in. I'm hoping to get back into some kind of routine um, to get the blood flowing and endorphins going. So yeah. Nice. Um, So who are you following on Instagram uh, this week who you want to share? Yeah. So um, therapy with Naomi. She's a psychotherapist and I've been loving her content. There's been a lot of content surrounding body image this week. That has been super insightful and just really helpful. So I've loved that. And then Spoonful of Faith Studio. She's a black illustrator whose art is just so beautiful and inspiring. She also has an online shop. And I've been like eyeing her graphic tees because they're so cute. Um, But I've been loving just seeing her pop up on my feed as well. What about you? Cool. Um, I'll have to give them a follow. So first is be there in five at be there in five spelled out five. And we'll put these all in the show notes Mm -hmm. as usual. But 
Um, her name is Kate Kennedy, and she says that she's an entrepreneur. Sorry, my email's going off. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's an entrepreneur, author, and pop culture commentator. And what I love about her is that she is very into like having multiple things going on at once, like as far as income and just like putting herself out there in order to make income in just different ways that isn't your stereotypical like nine to five job. Mm-hmm. And so um, she's also like she's written a book and as some of the people listening to this may or may not know, I want to write a, I am in the process of writing a book. So mm-hmm. just someone who like kind of has her um, hands in a bunch of different areas is always very interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, she's great to follow on Instagram because she has some really hot takes on various, um, you know, whether they're conspiracy <laughs> theories or um, just run of the mill, uh, you know, what's going on in pop culture. She's very like, I think she has a Patreon and she did uh, a podcast about Mary Kate and Ashley. Very into that. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll have to check she it did, out. <laughs> yeah, she did deep dives um, into these kinds of things that like, I'm obviously interested in maybe embarrassed to admit that I am, but I am. Um, and so she also has a podcast, be there in five podcast. And, um, it's usually just her it's long form and she's just really, I don't know. She's just someone I look up to as far as, and you know, she's an entrepreneur and Mm -hmm. she, um, always says how she doesn't care what other, or she tries not to care what other people think because she doesn't have the traditional career that others do. Anyway. Cool. I'll um, have to check her out. She like sounds like such a boss. (laughs) Yeah. I've probably sent you her stories before because she also just has a sense of humor that um, I I just feel like we would be actual friends in real life. (laughs) Anyway. Um, the next person is Mbala. <laughs> Since she's going to be our guest today, I'm going to give her a shout out here as well. Um, so her Instagram handle is first name Mbala, and I will put that in the show notes as well. And obviously follow her. Our interview, which you will be listening to very shortly, is all about her new single that she released and just about the health issues that she's gone through and we hope that you enjoy our interview with Mbala Manduga. Okay, so obviously we know like just how incredible and cool you are, but can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? <laughs> well, first of all, I'm not cool. Um, incredible, maybe. Cool, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I um, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my name is Mbala. I'm a, uh, I'm a singer-songwriter, I guess I should say, but also um, I do content strategy and um, just kind of music management on the side. So, yeah. Um, so this year has been kind of challenging for you health-wise, Um and we kind of just wanted to explore like how that's impacted you and your body confidence and just the whole process of it, um, especially because it's something that affects black women disproportionately, uh, which is uterine fibroids. So when did you first find out that you had them? I found out that I had them um, when I was, ooh, I'm going to expose my age on here. When I was... Um, I was 25, I think. And I was just, I just realized that I had this, um, 
like a mass. Like when every time my cycle was coming around, my, my abdomen would get really hard. And, you know, I was just getting more like cramps that were more painful and the bleeding was a little heavier. And so, um, I have a history of fibroids in my family. My mom had them really bad and my sister actually had them also really bad. Um, both of them had to get myomectomies. So I just thought, okay, you know what? It might be a fibroid. So I went to um, get checked out. And at the time I didn't have any insurance actually, which really sucked. But um, <clears throat> they went ahead and they gave me like um, an ultrasound. And sure enough, at the time I had three fibroids. And so, you know, they weren't, um, the symptoms were not so bad that I couldn't deal with them. It was just more about relieving that anxiety about like, yo, what is this happening in my, in my stomach? You know what I mean? Like in my uterus right now, like, why is this so hard? So, um, yeah, that, um, is when, so after I got the ultrasound back and they had a couple, they just decided to monitor them for a couple years. Um, but obviously I was not going as frequently as I should, but, uh, probably about two years later, I went. And so they were like, okay, you have a couple more now. You have five or six. Like, it's probably a good idea to start planning that surgery. Like, it's not urgent, but it's, it's a good idea to start thinking about it. Fast forward about mm, a year, two years. Um, and yeah, so I, you know, I figure I have insurance now. Um, and also the, the, the symptoms were kind of getting, they were just getting crazy. Like they were just getting like, um, my, I couldn't, I could not lose weight in my stomach. And I just felt like, you know, there was, it didn't matter what I did. Um, and then the cramps were just getting a lot worse. The bleeding was worse. And I was starting to get almost like numbness and like other parts of my body, which everyone was saying was not connected to the fibroids, but it felt as though they were, but, um, mine was kind of like pushing up, like up against my, like almost against my spine. It was just crazy. So, um, and at this time they found that I had more than five. Like, I think I, 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 I didn't, they didn't, couldn't even count them. So, um, yeah, I, uh, also was having problems with intercourse. It just kind of felt not, it, it I couldn't focus. So, um, that it was just like a small discomfort, I should say, but I just, it didn't feel right. Mm -hmm. So I had to go get it. Um, I got sign up, get scheduled for a myomectomy. Uh, and yeah, I saw, I'm sorry. I gave you like the whole spiel in one. No, question. that's okay. I have, I have questions. Don't worry. Um, I remember you like just going back to like your periods and stuff you had mentioned, like, if you don't mind talking about it, just, you had mentioned like how painful it was as, as in like, you couldn't even focus at work. Yeah. You know, it's funny because now that they're gone, I don't even remember entirely what life was like when I had them. <laughs> um, but um, I do remember just knowing that like the first day of my cycle is just awful. Like I can't, and I, I had to have ibuprofen on standby. Like I would start taking them, uh, taking ibuprofen like a day or two before my cycle came because I just needed to be ahead of the pain. Um, because I would not be able to focus. And then also just the fatigue that came. I don't like, I don't even know how some of these symptoms are connected. Like, I'm just like, it doesn't make sense that this is a symptom of, of having fibroids, but I was just out of whack. It's just like exhausted on, you know, the first days of my period, um, generally exhausted, just like pain. And so, yeah, at work, I, I just couldn't even focus. Um, especially like being a performer, how do you, 
think that it might have affected your um like your relationship with your body being in that much pain and um so the pain was like I didn't have as much pain when I was performing it wasn't the like directly the um the fire like the the pain in my stomach but it just inhibited um my general motion and also just like the freedom that I that I uh associate with my body because I now know that I have this uterus the size of a six-month pregnancy I'm a lot more self-conscious about what I'm wearing and how it like lands on my body when I'm moving around and people are basically staring at me um so yeah definitely I think there was there was um a certain hit to my confidence, just feeling like I always just needed to cover up that area. Um, just, yeah, for, for, for a while. Um, so I just kind of felt like I was in a body that wasn't mine. So Mbali, you ended up having surgery, but you had pushed that off because you didn't have health insurance, which is just a whole other (laughs) big issue that we can get into another day. (laughs) But, um, so you ended up having the surgery. What was the process like leading up to that and then recovery? And like, how do you feel now compared to before? Um, so the process leading up to it was very, uh, I mean, it was kind of standard. It was just kind of like, hey, you know, now that we've scheduled it for this day, um, here, like, I mean, there were a couple of just like pre-surgery things that you have to be mindful of, like, you know, the times at which you eat. Um, they do kind of give you like some like contrast and stuff like that, but I was on the go. So I really don't, didn't give myself time to process it. And I didn't want to, because, you know, it was just a thing that I was like, you know, I've known this for several years that at some point I might have to come to this, even though I've, I, even though I've tried to find every single alternative to getting this surgery, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's like, it just has to happen. Like, this is just what needs to happen. Um, I eventually would like to have kids. I also want to stop being in pain, um, you know, and I want to be able to be a little bit more confident in whatever. So it just, it needs to happen. It's going to happen. So I just kind of, kind of shut my brain off in terms of processing until, until I'm, I'm laying there. Um, I don't yeah, know if that's healthy or not. It. Yeah. I don't know if that's healthy or not, but that's, that's what I do. do you feel like since it's been a few months now do you feel like you've processed it a little bit more do you just feel like since you're always on the go that it's kind of just been like just get through it and think about it later well I I process it when I I think about it more now just at like maybe I'll be laying down and I realize that my stomach isn't hard you know Mm -hmm. um so it's just like, it'll come in waves. There's just like little moments where I'm like, oh, wow, I actually did not used to be able to do this for X, Y, Z reason. Like there was a time where, yeah, I could not like button my pants because I would eventually feel terrible pain, you know, and like kind of go um, numb. So sometimes I'll do stuff like that or I'll, I'll be able to n- hang out all day without needing to go to the bathroom. Those mm-hmm. moments I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. This, these are gone. And what was that recovery process like? Like, how long did it take to start feeling, like, a little bit better? Um, What was that like for you? So, the the pain, like, the pain 
leaves, I, I would say it takes about maybe like a week. But it's still kind of uncomfortable. It just still feels, you know, um, it, feels, it still feels a little weird for a while. Because you're, you know, aware that you've, like, that, you know, something is gone. Um, and well, how many, how many were removed again? I had nine removed. Wow. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's insane. <laughs> yeah, I had nine removed. I can't even believe I just said that. Did I say that? That's crazy. I, I haven't see. I have not processed this. I'm I'm processing it as I'm saying to you. Thank you. <laughs> I guess I guess that's good. <laughs> yeah. I can process it. <laughs> um, but recovery. I mean, after because I guess so. Mine was pretty invasive. So after about two and a half weeks, my body felt back to normal, but I would just get tired. There would be lots of fatigue, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I didn't necessarily feel like yes, I want to be at work right now. You right. know, like I just felt like, okay, you know what? I need to just, I don't know that I would be feeling as good right now if I was working at the same time. Yeah. I mean, it, it takes a mental toll on you as well as physical, obviously. And just, you know, having to interact with people when you just went through a major sur- surgery like that. I just, I mean, that's just, yeah. I don't know how, how that would even be possible. Yeah. Um, it felt for the better though. It just felt like I could, yeah. I could deal with so much afterwards mm-hmm. just because I've just, I felt better. Like I felt yeah, it like what needed to be done was done. Right. Mm-hmm. So what would be your PSA to young black women like, um, after going through all of this? I would say that if you are able to, if you, you know, if you have insurance, um, or, you know, if, if you're able to go to, uh, some sort of like service. Anytime you, anything is out of whack with your period, I would recommend going to get it looked at. Because I think that if I had not put in the energy to um, get it monitored, even when I was afraid to, because I knew that, you know, things would like build up, it could have been worse for me, you know? So, um, yeah. I hate that I don't have uh, better solutions to the what if you don't have insurance. Um, yeah. And I really wish I could provide those. And if anybody hears this and and is aware of any resources, I think it would be great if people could be directed to them. Because I think for a while, it, it you know I was I didn't want I, I hesitated about whether or not I should go get it looked at because I'm thinking I don't have insurance; it's going to be expensive. But right, you'll go into debt just trying to stay healthy. Yeah, yeah. So and it, but it was important. It was important because I could have kept going to the point of getting 20 or 30 or however many, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, been in a whole lot of pain, number one, and then two, you know, um, affect my chances of giving birth in the future. Mm. So after going through all of that, um, like how, what are some ways that you practice self-love and kind of stay confident now? Mm, I have a thing that I've been doing, um, an act of, an act of confidence a day. So tell us more. (laughs) Yes. So no, I just make sure that every day I do one thing that requires confidence that I typically would not have done. And it can be small. It can be typically I wouldn't have said X, Y, Z, but today I did it. Or typically I would never slide in the guy's dms and 
<laughs> say something, you know, but today yeah. I did it. Or maybe like post a certain picture. Or exactly. Like, that. like I wouldn't post a picture. I, love that. I did it. Or I wouldn't have spoken up in this meeting, but I did it mm. today. You know, just anything. Yeah. I just try to do one thing that, uh, that I'm aware like scares me for no reason. And I mean, that's, it. that's so impressive and inspiring. And I, I want to start doing that. That's awesome. And I feel mm-hmm. like at, at the same time, like you have inspired that in me, like just with, you know, my writing and stuff, you've encouraged me to like be more out there. You're a great like, we, people I didn't it. say it for a compliment, but thank <laughs> you. I just meant that like, um, you know, just being afraid of what other people are going to think you, you've like, you know, kind of told me just do it. <laughs> I, I think I was telling myself to. <laughs> <laughs> so kind of switching gears a little bit. Yes. You have a new song that's coming out. Yes, the song is dropping July 3rd. A song that has been, it's been years in the making for this song. When is the last time you had a song come out? So the last song, time I had a song come out was... Um, probably Jan- I wonder why am I saying July 2017 was the last time oh, I dropped wow. like yeah that's when I dropped a song usually it'll, like I had a project in 2018 but a song like a single 2017 what kind of like feelings do you experience leading up to it dropping like that must be like ooh so exciting <laughs> I've just gotten good at just shutting all of that off because sometimes those things can be handicapping for me mm-hmm. if I just start to think about like everything that I should be feeling, it just becomes a lot. So I'm more of like a do it and then process it right after I did it. <laughs> or I get like a pre-processing period too. Cause it's also, this is a song I've been holding on to for three years. So I've been thinking about, you know, three years. Wow. Yeah. Or two and a half, I think. Yeah. And what's the inspiration for your new song? <laughs> um, it's just about being, uh, I love your afraid. laugh. <laughs> like, just about being afraid of being vulnerable, kind of. You know, mm. you know when you just find somebody that you really like, and I'm very much the kind of person who just waits for the other shoe to drop every time. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just like, ugh, I know that that's going to happen, and I like you, so let's just keep the surface level. You know, um, yeah. It's like, yeah, you're you're you make me anxious, and so let's just kill the vulnerability and all of that stuff, even though there's potential here, but. I don't know that that's the best message, but it's it's just honest. <laughs> you make me anxious, so I'm just going to block you so I never know if you're trying to text me or not. Exactly. Exactly. Um, <laughs> but there's, yeah, so there's like a, a major dancehall Afro beats influence. Um, I'm from Cameroon, Central Africa originally, and then just grew up listening to lots of 90s dancehall. So... Um, yeah, so there's that, and there's some interpolations from some, like, from some 2000s, you know, 90s hip-hop, so, yeah, a little bit of everything, a little bit of every side of me, but it also kind of, like, sounds like pop, so, yeah. Awesome. I can't wait for it to come out. That's so cool. (laughs) What does your, uh, like, artistic process look like for your songs in general? Um... It just kind of depends on the song. I mm-hmm. like I like to I like to feel like I'm saying something, like I have something to say. Because um, mm-hmm. I think 
when I think about like this current song, you know, I think it's, it's, it's an emotion that resonates with lots of, lots of people who mm-hmm. are dating, you know? Um, and then also just in this time, there's just a lot of anxiety going on. So to be dating on top of it and having, getting like mixed messages and giving mis- mixed messages and, you know, all that kind of stuff, I think it's just happening in real life. And I think it affects people in a way that, um, they may not be as open to discussing, you know, or, you know, ways that might make yeah. people feel embarrassed. But I think that it's something that everyone relates to. Yeah, I totally agree. I I love the song so much. I'm excited. I heard the, obviously the preview, but like, I can't wait to listen to the whole thing. It's, I think in one of your captions, you said this is like, the song for the summer that we're not having yeah yeah <laughs> you read the captions I always wonder I'm like are people gonna read this I need to start doing three word captions <laughs> no I of course I read the captions <laughs> I'm in communications of course oh. I do <laughs> yeah I heard the preview too and I feel like it's like the perfect song to just dance around to I can't wait for people to hear it yay I'm excited too yeah no it's been a really really long time so what's next? Do we have an album coming out or there is an EP in singles? the works? There is an EP in the works. I, I've started to divert my energy to um, working on my EP. And you're at the beach right now, and your whole like kind of vibe is beachy on social media, which you have to go follow her immediately. It's at first name Imbala. Um, we also need a supplemental TikTok dance I, so that that can go viral. I'm going to hire a TikTok dancer because I can't oh do God, it. Please. Just make sure it's easy enough so that I can do it, please. Okay. Well, maybe you can be the TikTok dancer that gets hired. So you can. I don't think you want that for your uh, brand. I don't think you want that. Um, well, I'm so excited, Mbala. Um Do you have a website? Remind me. Well, I do, um, but I've suspended it. So, but okay, got it. it. So, where where can people find you? Yeah, they can find me um on every social platform as first name Mbala, M B A L L A. First name Mbala, all stuck together. Um, no numerals, just spell it all out. So, I'm I'm pretty active on Instagram, Twitter, um. And I have a TikTok, but I really only have one video up there. So don't follow me yet. I'll let you know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then your song will be on Spotify. Where else? Apple Music, Tidal, um, everywhere on all streaming platforms, YouTube, all of it. Whatever you use, it'll be there. Awesome. I'm so excited. I can't wait for the world to hear it. And when you're performing in stadiums, just remember me. Oh, you will be there. You will be in the, in the you guys will be backstage. Love it. All right. Uh, anything else you wanted to add in Bala? Um, uh, hmm. I guess I should say thank you to all the people who have worked on, um, on uh, Make Me Anxious, a single so far. Definitely want to shout out Tree City, who is the producer um, and he's, you know, been super patient with me. Cause like I said, we've been working on this together, um, for a couple years now, um, head graphics who did the cover art. He is a fantastic graphic designer, um, that you guys should reach out to. He's also, um, he was also Vine famous, which I'm sure he would mm. hate that I told people that, but he's <laughs> hilarious. Like he's so funny. Um, follow him on TikTok. Also head graphics, um, 
Graphics is G-R-A-P-H-I-X. My cousin who shot the picture that's on the cover art, he's a fantastic photographer in Montreal. Um, doing really, really yeah, great. Yeah, that was things. beautiful. Yeah, he's he's so talented. Um, and then uh, I hope I'm not forgetting anybody. Um, yeah, I think. Oh, yeah. And then also the people who are just helping me work behind the scenes to, you know, get it out. Um, so Alec Lamami um, and um, Kevin of uh, uh, Next One to Enjoy pu- Publishing, Alec Lamami of Immaculate Taste. So, yeah. Cool. Well, I can't wait until all of this COVID stuff is over and then you can get out there and start performing again and perform this new song. I can't wait. I know. I'm a p- Part of me is like I'm very Summer Walker, so I don't know if I like performing that much, but I mm. like to create performances. So I know, who knows, maybe I'll do something virtually, virtual looking. Yeah. I mean. Maybe I'll have my yeah, hologram you're... perform. Oh, I like that. <laughs> That would be cool. <laughs> All righty. Well, thank you so much for coming on. We love you so much. Um, thank you guys for having me. I love you too. You're an incredible and beautiful person. And we're just so excited to see where your music career goes. Thanks, man. Thank you so much. And that's our episode for today. Rate, review, and subscribe if you like us. Can't wait to chat with you later on Can You Talk? Can You Talk is not a substitution for therapy or medical advice. If you need to speak with a licensed professional, please reach out to your doctor.